This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast, episode 26, The Reality of Talent. I had something else planned for this week originally. Episode 24 was about the model and how to hack yourself. It was really about studying your own mental and emotional patterns. And then episode 25 was how to like kind of put a stop to those patterns. And then episode 26 was going to be how to live into the new version of yourself. I'm still going to do that. I'm just going to do that in episode 27. I wanted to go ahead and put this in here. Now I had it on my mind and wanted to get it out of myself. It feels like the right time. So I'm going to deliver a different episode for you today, the reality of talent, and we'll, we'll catch back up with um, episode 27 after that. So enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. My name is Amber Hader, and I am your host. I'm a life coach and an amateur ballroom dancer. And this podcast is where I teach you how to think about life and think about your dancing so that you can win more at both. Let's do it. Hey friends, how are we doing? What's up? USDC is next week. I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? I'll be dancing rhythm. I'm so excited to possibly see some of you. So if you see me, I have bright red hair. You need to come find me. I don't know how to find you, but you can find me. And please come tell me that you listen to my podcast because it would literally make my day if you did that. So I'm looking forward to it. I haven't danced in a little bit, like competed in a little bit, not since July. So I'm excited. And there's going to be some good competition there. So I'm looking forward to it. Here's what I want to talk about in the podcast today. I want to talk about the reality of talent. And I want to start way back in the old days when I was a teenager and I was involved in athletics. So my favorite sports were soccer and track. I dabbled in a couple of others, but Soccer and track were my mainstays, and I really was slightly above average in just about everything I did, especially athletically, but I was not really exceptional, just slightly above average. Like I said, there was one time I did break a school record in middle school for the 110 meter hurdles. So there's that, but it got broken like a year or two later. So it was pretty short-lived, but the further I got into high school, it got harder and harder to be exceptional. It got harder to be the best. And the truth is I didn't really work that hard. I had a certain amount of talent that I kind of skated by on and I worked as hard as anyone else, certainly. And there were times that I did some things on my own, trying to improve my ball skills or my conditioning or whatnot, but mostly I was just doing what was easiest and kind of skating by on talent as far as I could. I didn't have to work that hard to be relatively successful. I mean, I made the teams, I still got playing time. I still made the relay team. And I still really enjoyed the sport, but it didn't negate the fact that there were people that were better than me and that bugged me, right? So when I played soccer, I played midfield and there were several girls who played midfield who were exceptional and they were younger than me. So I did not make the varsity team until my senior year because I just could never, they never needed me. And even when it came time my senior year to play on the varsity team, the coach told me, we have really good midfielders. We don't need any more midfielders. So if you want to play, you're going to have to play defense. And I mean, no offense to defense, but (laughs) I did not want to play defense. I wanted to be midfielder because then I get to run the entire game because I'm a crazy person like that. And you're in action like the whole time. But I did want to play. So I did play soccer and tried to learn defense. Anyways, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But the point is, There were girls that were better than me. And so they got the positions that I wanted and I did not like that, right? So when I was in track, I made the relay team. And so I was fast and there was somebody who was faster than me. 
the fourth leg is usually the fastest person, the anchor. And I, that was not me. I was the third leg traditionally, which if I remember correctly, isn't the fastest or the slowest it's, but, but I did make the team, but it did bug me too, that I was not the anchor. I wanted to be the anchor because I want to be the best. I always want to be the best and most impressive player. That's just kind of how I am. But here's the reality. There are people who are more talented than you. That's the reality. I mean, I kind of want to say, don't worry, you have talent too. And, and you do, but I think it's better for us. And I think we're better served when we just accept the fact that there are people who are better than you. There are people who are more talented than you. And that's a fact. They're going to dance at your studio. They're going to be at your comps and it, you may feel like you never are going to win as long as they're there. And even in your personal life, there's always going to be people who are better than you. It's just a fact. And this is something that comes up regularly in my private coaching practice. So I coach um, ballroom dancers on their mindset. I coach general life coaching as well, but the mindset coaching for ballroom dancers, this comes up a lot. There's always somebody better than you. There's always somebody better than them and it gets under their skin. So maybe they're better than you because they've been a dancer their entire life. Some of my clients have had people in their studios or whatnot who were professional ballerinas before they switched to ballroom. Or they were literally a rocket and <laughs> a professional dancer or a professional dancer from a sports team, like the trailblazers, right? So to some of us who didn't have that background, who didn't dance until midlife, our brain really sees this as a problem. It makes this comparison, like they're better than me, they're skilled, they've been dancing their whole life, and this is a problem. And in a lot of cases, they don't have a professional background. They're not professional dancers, but they are just better than you. Some of my clients, it's that they just are progressing faster than them. Somebody's progressing faster than them. Maybe they started when they did, they started at the same time and they seem to be passing you by, or maybe they're just more coordinated. Some people just move better. Some people are better connected to their bodies. They know how to move their bodies. Some people learn quickly. They pick things up quickly. Some people are better at extrapolating what the teacher or the coach is trying to say and making sense of it and being able to apply it. They might even be what you would call a natural. And in this case as well, our brain sees this as a problem. It makes this comparison and it makes it a problem. So what I want to do for you today is loosen this up. I want to state for the record, and I think I talked about this in the comparison podcast earlier, but I think this is something that your brain is always going to kind of do. Your brain's always going to kind of compare yourself to somebody else. It, it's really normal and human to stack yourself up against other people and see how you stack up compared to them. That's really normal. And so I hesitate to say that will ever a hundred percent go away, but I do want to loosen it up for you. I don't want you fixating on it. And I want to show you today why it's not worth fixating and why we can just let this go. So this might take some time for you to loosen up, but we can begin this process for sure today. So let's talk a little bit about how to handle this. The fact that somebody's better than you. And my tip number one is to just accept this fact. Accept that there are people who are better than you. They learn faster. They progress faster. They're more talented than you. This is a reality. Resisting it won't make it go away. And fighting against it actually will backfire for you. Okay, so that's that's all I have to say about that. That's a short one, but just accept it. This is a reality. But then the second tip I want to give you is to ask yourself this question. So what? So what? So what if they're better? 
I mean, I am trying to be a little bit snarky, but I truly want you to ask yourself, so what? Why does this matter? Why is this a problem for you? You're making it mean something. Why is this affecting you that somebody's better than you? Because I think on some level, you probably understand that they don't have anything to do with you, that what they're doing isn't relevant to you. So why do you think it's a problem for you? Really answer that question. When you compare yourself to them, when you're looking at them and you're realizing that they're better and realizing that they're more talented than you, further along, faster learner, whatever it is, how do you feel? What's the emotion that you feel? Do you feel threatened? Do you feel jealous? Do you feel defeated? And the reason this matters is because how you feel, the emotion that you feel is gonna give you the clues about what you're making it mean. Because what you think creates those emotions. And so whatever it is you're thinking about that, whatever meaning you're giving that is what's creating that emotion for you. And if you feel threatened, then that tells us a little bit about what the mindset you're having about what meaning you're giving it. Or if you feel defeated, that gives us an idea about what meaning you're giving it. So let's talk about what you might be making it mean. These are things that as I talk with clients, these are some of the things that come up, okay? You might be making it mean that you're not gonna get what you want. That if somebody's better than you, then it means you're not gonna get what you want. If someone else is succeeding, that you're not or that you cannot, or that your effort's gonna be wasted because you'll forever be limited by someone else. And I, I can see why that would be a problem to you if you were believing that. We're gonna um, challenge these in a minute, but you might also be making it mean that you're fundamentally flawed. If somebody's better than you, then there's something wrong with you because you're not as good as them or because you're not like them and that you should be as if we should all be the same. You might be making it mean that it's harder for you than for them. This is a favorite one that my brain likes to go to is if they're better than you, they're more talented than it's easier for them and that it's harder for me. And so that that's a problem for some reason, like it would be better if it would be easier. It would be better if I was like them. Is it a problem if it's harder for you than it is for them? Our brain is making it a problem. You might be making it mean that because of them, you're gonna miss out on something that's meant for you. Like something's wrong with your life and it just, it would go right if they weren't there. So are you making it mean that you're missing out on something? Your brain might even be concluding that they have some advantage over you or that it's unfair. Like you're in a fight that isn't fair and our brain's not gonna like that. All of these are just thoughts. Your brain thinks that this person is a problem, but I want you to know it's not them that's bothering you. It's these thoughts. It's not them that's bothering you. It's the meaning you're assigning to them, but you're making all of it up. They're just existing. They're just living their life, minding their own business, going about their dance journey and whatnot. And you're assigning meaning to them. You're hurting yourself with it. And then you're giving them the credit, but this has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your life. You feel insecure on some level. Okay. You think you're not enough. You think your life is not enough. You feel some scarcity. You worry there's kind of a shortage, a shortage of success, a shortage of talent or something. And you think you're going to be harmed because of it. Now you already believe this. 
And you're just using those other people as the reason you feel this way. You're using them as evidence. You see this thing, you see them doing what they're doing and you feel this insecurity and you're making it that it's them, but you believe this in the first place. Because if you didn't have these beliefs in there, they wouldn't bother you so much. Okay. So the third tip is that I want you to question all of that. And we're going to do some of this. We're going to question all of those thoughts, those beliefs, that meaning that you were giving to this person. We're going to question it and just ask, is it true? Is it true that because of them, you're not going to get what you want? Maybe, but most likely not. If they succeed, it does it make it so that you cannot? No. Your success is up to you. Even in the dance world, in cases where you're directly competing against someone else, same age, same level, same everything, and they consistently win over you, you still can succeed and you still can fulfill your potential. Are you fundamentally flawed? If you believe that, is that true? Are you fundamentally flawed? Yes, probably. We all are. Even that person that you think is better than you, they have flaws too. They have problems too. And on some level, you might think like you're supposed to be like them. Like we're all supposed to be good. We're all supposed to be the same, but you're not supposed to be like them. Should you be like them? No, hundred percent. No, you don't want to be them. Trust me. You want to be you. Okay. Let's question. Would it be better if it were easier? Like if we have the belief that it's harder for us than for them and we think it's better, it would be better if it was easier. Better is a judgment call. So why is it better? Because it seems easy. Well, that means that easy is better. But calm seas don't make skilled sailors. I can do some things easily. And historically, I have quit many things because I hit the point I was going to have to work for it to really get to the next level. And I wasn't willing to do it. Sometimes talent is kind of lazy because it's easy. Work ethic is separate from talent, however. You can put in work ethic. You can be determined and you can combine that with talent and look out. But no matter what talent level you are, effort will be required to be the best that you can be. So notice how when you compare yourself and you come up short, you reduce your work ethic. Or at least if you try, you try from a defeated energy. You're not making the most of your talent. And don't, don't forget, just because it comes easily for somebody else doesn't mean it won't come for you. It might take a little longer, maybe. But your brain is trying to tell you that you're going to be missing out in some way or falling short in some way. It's just not true. Are you going to miss out on something that's meant for you? Is that possible? Do you believe that? I don't. I just choose to believe that I'm never going to miss out on something that's meant for me. If I don't get what I worked for and what I wanted, I for sure am going to feel disappointed. I'm going to grieve it. I'm going to be sad. But I'm also going to decide that there's always something, something to learn there's always something that I gain. And so I just choose to believe that the universe or God in my case is always working in my favor. And I'm not dead yet, so I can keep trying. You can choose to believe that something is going wrong in your life, that you're missing out on something, but that just puts you in a negative headspace and it feels terrible. Why would I want to choose to believe that? I don't want to. So I just choose to believe everything's working out in my favor. And if I didn't win that after I'm done crying about it and being upset about it and I pick myself back up, then I'm going to decide what I'm going to learn from it. And, and I'm going to believe that someday I'm going to see the reason that didn't happen for me yet. And I just choose to believe that. I think that's more forward thinking. And I think it's more positive way to think about it. So 
where do we go from here? I gave you three steps or three tips rather. And I want to give you a little bit more. So there's some stages that I'm going to kind of recommend you to move through. So this is where we go from here. You don't have to hit these in order, but some people will. Okay. So when it comes to other people talent being more talented than you, and it really bugs you in stage one, if you're in stage one, you just like, can't really cope with it. It's really a problem for you. You're ruminating on it. You're stuck on it. And in this stage, the strategy I want you to employ is to not pay attention to them like at all. Don't look, don't watch, don't think about them. And when your brain wants to make it a problem, I want you to say to yourself, they aren't relevant to me. They aren't relevant to me. They aren't relevant to my dancing and think about something else. And don't be surprised if your brain is still going to try to take you there. And then when it does that, it tries to bring you back to them, draws your attention to them again. You're just going to go, oh, there I go again. There's my brain trying to make that a thing, but I know they're not a threat. My brain thinks it's a threat or something, but it's not. They aren't relevant to me. They aren't relevant to me. I want just keep reminding yourself they're not relevant to me. And really know that they're not relevant to you. Whatever they're doing, it has nothing to do with you. Whatever they're doing is none of your business. And if you are comparing yourself to them and you're paying attention to them, you're not paying attention to the things that are going to make you better. And so it's going to be a waste of your time and energy. So don't do it. You're just going to redirect again and again. Now, when you're in stage two, this is an extension of stage one, actually, because when you're redirecting away from them, I want you to redirect your focus to yourself. So in this stage, it's going to be kind of like all about you in a way. But in this stage, I want you to really focus on yourself. I want you to build your skills. I want you to become a better dancer, but I want you to really pay attention to your strengths and really start paying attention to what your skills are, the skills you're developing, looking for improvements. What do you want to develop and really show yourself where you've improved? I want you to really think positive about your progress. What are your abilities? What are your talents? Your brain is so good at identifying the negative. It's so easy to identify. It has no problem telling you what you're doing wrong, what you need to fix, what's a problem, what's broken. You don't have to try to do that, but you do have to try to redirect your brain to the positive. You do have to have an intentional effort to show yourself where you're getting better, to show yourself where you're improving and create that positive mindset around yourself and your abilities. I want you to see your talents, see them, see your strengths, see your talents, see your abilities, and really feel that deeply, honestly. Okay. So stage two is all about you and building your strength and belief in yourself. Okay. And then in stage three is kind of next level. This is where you can direct your attention to them if you want to. And it's to let them inspire you. When you understand yourself and really where you are in your development, like really get it, you're going to see that you are talented and you have room to grow. But because you understand that you're talented and that others are as well in different ways, you will not be as threatened by it. When you're really filled up on yourself, you really understand your own goodness, your own greatness, you won't be threatened by that of someone else. You can let them inspire you. You can admire them. And when you admire them, it doesn't make you want to be like them. It makes you want to be the best at what you do. 
And in stage three, you can learn from them. Watch those who are better than you. Soak it in. Try to see what you can apply in your own way. How fortunate you are to have such a good example to learn from. We learn so much faster when we have an example from someone who's just beyond our level. So choose to surround yourself with people who are better than you so that you can become the best that you can be. Use them to motivate you. Listen to me. You don't really want to be the best one in the room. Your brain kind of thinks you do. But if you're the best one in the room, you don't have anybody to learn from. You don't have anything as a parent to strive towards. And everybody else would be learning from you, which is fine. But who would inspire you? So if you have someone like this who's better than you, who's moving faster than you, let them inspire you. So I have some final thoughts for you. And right now, if this is a problem for you, if it really gets under your skin that somebody's better than you, then you're going to have a mindset that something's wrong. It's a really negative mindset where something's wrong with you. You're not good enough. Something's going wrong. Something's wrong with your life. You're not going to get what you want. You're not going to succeed. It's going to take too long. It's hard. And if you can hear it, you can recognize that this is a very negative mindset to try to be succeeding from. So this kind of a mindset, I think in a twisted way, our brain thinks it's going to make us better. It's, it's not. You're not going to do anything good or productive or awesome from this negative headspace. It's all negative. It doesn't lead to anything good. So I want to offer you a different mindset to try on. You might not get here today, but I'm going to go on a little bit of a rampage of positivity and abundance and just like light and love. Okay. Because this is a far better place to be operating from. So listen to this. Okay. This is a better mindset for you. This is what you can say to yourself. I have talent. I have skills and abilities, and I still want to continually grow and gain. I don't need to feel like I lack something in order to want it. I can want from a place of abundance. I can see my own greatness now and also become better or not better, more. I become more when I see my talent and I appreciate what I have. And I work at expanding myself and becoming more. I surround myself with inspiring dancers. I watch them and I learn from them all that I can. I celebrate their talent and I allow it to motivate me. I celebrate their success because that's who I am. That's who I want to be. When I see this success and light in others, I choose to think, wow, what a beautiful thing. And if it's something that I want to expand in myself, I can. I can work towards it. I can learn and grow and move towards it. They're showing me what's possible. They give me ideas and they inspire dreams in me. I don't aim to become them, but I do let them give me ideas about what I want to work towards to become good at doing what I do. What they have is meant for them. This doesn't mean I can't have it too. I know I am all that I am meant to be right now in this moment, and I will become all I'm meant to become as long as I never quit. Anything that's meant for me will find me. And while I have disappointments and grief, I always learn from my experiences. I always gain something from it. 
And in this sense, I never lose. I remind myself there's also others that may be learning from me. And I want to love and honor my gifts by shining the brightest that I can. I don't minimize myself. And in doing this, I'm going to give permission for them to do the same. I'm an example of what it looks like to give from a full cup. I let others inspire me. I grow and expand and I let others be inspired by me too. There's room for us all. There's room for all our light and talent. None of us are taking anything from one another. We're giving, we're sharing, we're abundant. We're full of light and love and support. And only good things are gonna come from this kind of mindset and some pretty great dancing too. All right, that's what I have for you today. I'll see you at USDC. Let's go kill it. Hey, thanks for listening today. I really wanna give you some more help. So I need a way that I, you can bring your questions to me and I can speak to them and I can help you. I wanna do some like question and answer type format stuff. I wanna do some lives. And I think the best way to do that right now is in Facebook. So I'm gonna start a free public Facebook group where we can support one another, we can build relationships, we can talk about competitions, we can talk about all the things. But I also really want to use it as a resource to help you. I want to help you with your mindset. I want to help you with your performance anxiety. I want to help you with your comparison. I want to talk about your negative self-talk, all of the things that we can work through to help you improve your dancing. So go to Facebook, look it up. I'm calling it Joyful Ballroom. I want to see you there and see you as soon as possible. It's going to start small. It's going to start small and intimate. So if you want to be a part of that, you're going to get lots of help. So let's do it. I'll see you in there. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you have a mindset coach yet? If not, I'm your girl. Go to amberhader.com backslash work with me to find out more.